Hello, family and friends. It's good to be with you today. The title of today's message is, Oh, What a Day. Let's pray. Father, we come to you today hungry for your word, ready to receive what you have for us. So thankful for your goodness and your mercy and your love. You are such a good God. You sent your very own son to die for us on that cross at Calvary. And we come today ready to receive what you have for us. Not only to be a hearer of your word, but a doer of your word also. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. Well, folks, I want to talk about how things can change in a day. That things are not always like they appear to be. Let's go to Matthew 27. We're going to read the New King James Bible today. Starting in verse 1. When morning came, all the chief priests and elders of the people plotted against Jesus to put him to death. And when they had bound him, they led him away and delivered him to Pontius Pilate, the governor. Three, then Judas, his betrayer, seeing that he had been condemned, was remorseful and brought back the thirty pieces of silver to the chief priests and the elders. Four, saying, I have sinned by betraying innocent blood. And they said, What is that to us? You see to it. Then he threw down the pieces of silver in the temple and departed and went and hanged himself. Folks, obviously Judas ended in a bad place for eternity. I think he represents... A large number of religious leaders today that have left Jesus. Some very large denominations and preachers that decided to leave the Bible and follow a Jesus they want him to be, not the Jesus he is, who hates sin. These supposed preachers have left the Word of God and given their approval for sin, preaching heresy. They may even have a big following of worldly pretend Christians. Many masquerade as Christian politicians who are on a high-speed train to hell. Let's continue to pray for and try to reach these people before it's too late for them. Now let's go to verse 11. Now Jesus stood before the governor, and the governor asked him, saying, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus said to him, It is as you say. 12. And while he was being accused by the chief priests and elders, he answered nothing. Verse 19. While he was sitting on the judgment seat, his wife sent to him, saying, have nothing to do with that just man. For I have suffered many things today in a dream because of him. My friends, like us men should do more often today, Pontius Pilate should have listened to his wife. He did what we too often do in society. We wash our hands and ignore great wrongs, like the ongoing slaughter of babies. And many supposed Christians make excuses about why it is okay when God has so clearly shown 
It is not. Verse 20, But the chief priests and elders persuaded the multitudes that they should ask for Barabbas and destroy Jesus. 21, The governor answered and said to them, Which of the two do you want me to release to you? They said, Barabbas. 22. Pilate said to them, What then shall I do with Jesus who is called Christ? And all they said to him, Let him be crucified. Verse 25. And all the people answered and said, His blood be on us and on our children. Folks, This is the kind of thing religion will make you say. 26. Then he released Barabbas to them, and when he had scourged Jesus and flogged or flogged with a Roman scourge, he delivered him to be crucified. 28. And they stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him. 29. And when they had twisted a crown of thorns, they put it on his head and a reed at his right hand, they bowed the knee before him, and mocked him, saying, Hail, King of Jews! Thirty, then they spat on him, and took the reed, and struck him on the head. And when they had mocked him, they took the robe off him, put his own clothes on him, and led him away to be crucified. Friends, can you imagine being one of those there that day? that scourged Jesus, or put a crown of thorns on his head, or mocked him, or spit on him, etc. 35. Then they crucified him and divided his garments, casting lots. 39. And those who passed by blasphemed him, wagging their heads. 40. And saying, You who destroyed the temple and built it in three days, save yourself. If you are the Son of God, come down from that cross. 44. Even the robbers who were crucified with him reviled him with the same thing. Folks, now in the next verse, the day starts to change. 45. Now when the sixth hour until the ninth hour, there was darkness over all the land. Friends, can you imagine what the politicians and religious leaders were thinking? after three hours of darkness, in the middle of the day. 46. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? 50. And Jesus cried out again with a loud voice, and yielded up his spirit. 51. Then behold, the veil of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom, and the earth quaked, and the rocks were split. Folks, imagine hanging out at the temple and thinking, we're crucifying that fake Messiah today, and then the veil tears in two during a huge earthquake. Wow, what a sight that must have been. 52. And the graves were opened, and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised. Friends, this is my favorite. Dead saints walking the streets and appearing to many. Oh, hi, Moses. Hello, Elijah. 53. And coming out of the graves, after his resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many. 
54, so when the centurion and those with him who were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and the things that had happened, they feared greatly, saying, truly this was the Son of God. Folks, they got it right now. Truly this was and is the Son of God. 57, now when evening had come and there, there was a rich man from Arimathea named Joseph, who himself also had become a disciple of Jesus. 58, this man went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Then Pilate commanded the body to be given to him. 59, when Joseph had taken the body, he wrapped it in a clean linen cloth, laid it in his new tomb, which he had hewn out of the rock, and he rolled a large stone against the door of the tomb and departed. Verse 62, The next day which followed the day of preparation, the chief priests and Pharisees gathered to Pilate, 63, saying, Sir, we remember while he was still alive how that deceiver said, After three days I will rise. 64, Therefore command that the tomb be made secure until the third day, lest his disciples come by night and steal him away and say to the people, He has risen from the dead, so the last deception will be worse than the first. 65, Pilate said to them, You have a guard, go your way. Make it as secure as you know how. 66, and they went out and made the tomb secure, sealing the stone and setting the guard. Now, of course, you know how it turned out in Matthew chapter 28. Now, after the Sabbath, as the first day of the week began to dawn, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat on it. His countenance was like the lightning, and his clothing as white as snow. And the guard shook for fear of him, and became like dead men. But the angel answered and said to the woman, Do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. 6. He is not here, for he is risen. As he said, Come see the place where the Lord lay. 7. And go quickly and tell the disciples that he has risen from the dead, and indeed he is going before you to Galilee. There you will see him. Behold, I have told you. Verse 8. So they quickly went out from the tomb with fear and great joy and ran to bring his disciples word. Folks, that is our message to the world today. Jesus, the Son of God, has risen from the dead. He is alive, and he's seated at the right hand of the Father. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful. Your son is not in a grave somewhere. It's funny, if it's not funny in your realm, but how people will look for his bones. But they're never going to find him. Because he's at your right hand, Father. And we're so thankful, Father, that he is our victory. You gave us the victory through Jesus. And we thank you for it. We love you and praise you in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at 812-449-8147. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. We love you all. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.